Greetings and welcome in a tent with a Frenchman. Um, you are probably not listening to this um, tonight or even tomorrow. It's going to be hard. Um, it's the first night um, at my campsite. I have absolutely no, um, no data. Uh, well, no network connection. As you can probably imagine, because of the sun of the tent, I failed uh, the 37 kilometers. Didn't come so far from it, um, and I have amazing excuses. So today was a day of meetings um, and interviews. So in, in, I'm, I'm carrying this gigantic camera. Um, it's a 4K camera that I want to use to, to do a, a better documentary than the um, silly stories that I usually make. And for that, I wanted to interview French people in English. And it's a very difficult task because, well, French people are often shy to speak in English with another French person. And even worse, if there is a camera, they would never dare unless they have a perfect, perfect English. Otherwise, they would never dare. And today I interviewed two sets of people. Um, actually, I started at 5 a.m. and feeling dandy and I walked quite a lot um, before I could finally take my breakfast at 9. So imagine, uh, I started to walk at 6. So three hours before my breakfast, I covered some ground and I was quite happy. And I took my uh, breakfast with two guys. Uh, they were at the Refuge du Brésois, which is, as I heard, one of the nicest refuge around. It even has electricity. Uh, it's it's crazy in here. It's very standard in Croatia. Almost all, all refugees have electricity now. And this one is like, ooh, it has electricity. So all the young people tend to uh, come here to, well, party, because it's really easy to come uh, to this refuge that is a thousand meters up, but the car, with the car you can come really close. So there were two guys, and they were already drinking um, at 10 a.m., at 9 a.m., uh, when I was having my coffee, and we started to talk, and I lost a ton of time, and I managed to interview them in English, and it was very, very nice. They were very fun. They forced me to have a drink that I accepted um you know, you know me, reluctantly, uh, <laughs> at 10 a.m., had a beer uh, and some food. It was very nice. Then I continued hiking. Everything was okay. I stopped really briefly, like for an hour, in a restaurant. That was cheap. 11 euros for, like, a main course and dessert. So that's really nothing. Um, and took a beer there as well. <laughs> Um, and that was a very nice old-school French restaurant from a hotel. The kind of restaurant that doesn't have much, uh, but everything is made there and is well-made. Well, oh, at least that's what I believe. Maybe I was wrong, but it was very good. I really enjoyed it. A, a real French dinner. And finally, as I was making my last push, and I could still make it my 37 kilometers and get to the refuge, I was I could still make it, Refuge des Trois Fours, which was my uh, goal. And I met into somebody else, and that person, I, I stayed hours talking with her. She is the local uh, office du tourisme, so tourist center um, person, and she's in charge of hiking. So obviously we had a shit ton of things to say <laughs> and to tell to one another. 
that was very nice. I could present the Hexatrek in length, uh, talking about uh, hiking in the region and everything. And we met at the top of the... Um, oh, I can't remember the name. Something the Faux. The Faux. Oh, and she told it like a million times. Um, but anyway, um, and this is a vestige from the First World War that hasn't been cleaned. So it means that everything is, is still there, like the barbed wire, the bunker, everything is kept in condition. Well, is left to rust and to let nature take its course. And you can just see that here, and it's more than 100 years old, and everything is still there. The barbed wire is rusty, but it's still standing. Anyway, that was a fascinating interview, fascinating talk. And um, I could interview her for real, like in front of the camera and everything. That was ah, that was so nice. She spoke well English. Uh, better than me, apparently, because I said she spoke well English. Jesus Christ. Um, she was really good. She was really good, and it was very nice. Um, she told me a ton of things about the region. Anyway, and she also interviewed me for her social media, and she is taking care of the social media of the local um, lack, uh, lake. Um, it's actually where I'm sleeping now. But because of all of that, well, of course, I was late. <clears throat> I couldn't go all the way. It was very, very late. I was contemplating the idea of stealth camping uh, in an area that is protected. And finally, I made a, a last push to get out of it. Um, this area is where the battle took place in the First World War. And you have a grave. And it's it's actually quite a fascinating grave. There is a grave in the middle of the forest, in the middle of uh, nothing. There are no walls, nothing. You know, like just a cemetery just popped anyway so it was a day of, of many meetings and it was nice it was very nice it's just that yeah i couldn't i couldn't manage to fulfill my plan but this is a through hike plans or ideas and the real fun is always when you can well meet people randomly and the exact person you need so that was very nice anyway have a good day or night, or whatever. Cheers.